This is dorsetbusinessnews.co.uk. 20 questions with Heidi. Heidi, what's your surname? Say it properly. Skiro. Skiro. <laughs> Some people call me Squirrel. Skiro. No, I like this. It's got like a Doppler shift in it. Skiro. <laughs> Did you ever see the, those um, cider adverts with uh, deep purples? Smoke and water. No. no. <laughs> that went well. Good morning, listeners. Good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. It's time for question one of 20 questions. What's your favourite TV show? Well, I do love Silent Witness. I'm a little bit addicted. I'm way behind everyone else because I'm only on series 16 and I think there's 21 or 22 of them, but I love a good crime drama. Isn't that too scary? No. Not at all. It does give me bad dreams sometimes. Well, there you go. But that's only when I watch a couple back to back. Or I watch them every night. It's okay if you have a glass of gin. Oh, yeah. Love a glass of gin. <laughs> Just one, though. Just one. Just one glass. Yeah. With a bit of elderflower tonic, even better. Oh, yes. It's like a 1980s song, isn't it? Just one glass. Uh, <laughs> moving on to question draw. Who would you like to share a car with? And it better not be that car karaoke <laughs> it is. Is it? It is. I must have read I your answers. I love him. I love him. I think he's hilarious. James. He's done so many good carpool karaoke's. James Corden, is it? Yeah, James mm. Corden. And yeah, because he's so funny. And I love a good sing along in the car. At the top of your voice? Yeah, at the top of my voice. Heidi's not shy about singing. No. I'm really. Well, I don't know. If you ask me to sing now, I'll probably say no. Okay. But I'm not shy in the comfort of my own car singing at the top of my so voice. So I'm not going to ask you to sing now. <laughs> Honestly. Did you see that one he did with Stevie Wonder? No. Where Stevie Wonder got in the driving seat. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. You have to see that one. <sighs> ah, you know, Stevie Wonder, sad but true, does go to airfields to drive. Does he? He just loves the buzz of driving. So there was a serious oh. point behind that. Not oh. to be too serious on this fun Friday thing <laughs> here. Let's go back to the best bit of my job is... I think the best bit of my job is probably meeting lots of people. I love to meet people. Love to hear their stories. And I guess, you know, being able to actually add value and help them when they're struggling with issues like employment law or they've got problems with their staff and that sort of thing and being able to feel like I can help them out of a fix and keep them compliant I guess with employment law which mm. is always changing is is a buzz for me yeah In incoming message hang on a minute hang on. got someone caller online one <laughs> gas bastards gas bastards how can I help you yeah we've got a new competitor for you here HR busters <laughs> if you've got a problem we have someone with a solution Excellent. What's the worst bit of your job? Stop giggling, it's not supposed to be fun. Oh, the worst bit of my job. Well, I've come from the corporate world. In the corporate world, you don't need to sell yourself. And you don't need to sell your service because you're employed. So coming into running my own business, selling myself and having to sell my service makes me feel so uncomfortable. Mm. But I know that I need to just get on with it. I need to start embracing it. Otherwise, I'm going to go nowhere. And you know that you make a difference. That's the key thing, isn't it? If you know your mm. why, you can cope with anything. Yes, definitely. I think yeah. Nietzsche said that. That's a bit deep, isn't it? Oh. Bit of Nietzsche. Ooh, <laughs> I know the answer to this. Who was your childhood hero? 
Oh my goodness, I wish I'd never said this. I'm actually quite embarrassed by it because it should have, I wish it had been something a bit more, I don't know, <laughs> intelligent. Oh, it's Aunt Sally. Aunt, Aunt Sally. Sally from Words of Gommage is just the most amazing <laughs> character. Una Stubbs. Yeah. Yes. Stubbs. And John Pertwee. Yeah. As Wurzel. As Wurzel. Lovely. Most amazing programme ever. And you know, at the end, he comes, he goes back into the field at the end of every series, gets onto his wooden post, and then you had to guess, was he going to fall forwards or was he going to fall backwards? I don't Brilliant. remember that. Genius. So what did oh, forwards yeah. mean? I don't think it meant anything. Oh, you just had to guess? You just had to guess. He always either fell backwards or forwards and you had to guess. It's probably too much gin and silent witness. <laughs> what you need is a frog, don't you? <laughs> oh, I do have another childhood hero. Though. Yes, you do. I do. Most amazing. And I love a bit of soft rock. Always oh. did. I wasn't a brossette in my teenage years. I was into soft rock. And um, Joey Tempest, I had a massive poster of him on my wall. The lead Joey singer of Tempest. Europe. With John Bon Jovi next door. By just the way. like, I mean, these are sensible names, aren't they? Joey Tempest, <laughs> John Bon Jovi, have a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't beat a bit of soft. I, th rock. I think you, I think you've got a soft rock name. Have I? Well, if we do the Skiro. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> Not oh. a minute too soon. HR came through for me. Yes, this is Lex here. Available for children's parties, bar mitzvahs, weddings, and other things after lockdown. Not at all. I like kids, but I couldn't eat a whole one. What's your favourite smell? Oh, easy. Love the smell of freshly cut grass. Love it. Just brings, brings back loads of memories. I know what you're thinking. I just had a vision of apocalypse now. I love the smell of cut grass in the morning. I feel like I need to explain myself. I think you're better. This oh, is a business show. Uh, yes. Who started that serious, laughing? Serious. Yes. Back we, um, so I went to a small... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you set me off. I went to a small um, grammar school called Colleton and it was only 350 pupils and we all used to gather on the field out the back. <laughs> gather on the field out the back and um in the summer and it's just yeah, it's magic. just loved it yeah gotcha <laughs> ah any other smells was that it yeah that was it <laughs> next question oh, I through, told you i get fits of giggles through my tears here where's your favorite place in dorset so i love dorset i think it's got so much natural beauty but my favourite place is my house. Because of your kids? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I've always been a bit of a homebody. I do like to get out and about, but I've always been a bit of a homebody. And I just love their company. When they're being good, anyway. Okay. It's part of a package deal, isn't it? Yeah. Now, some people, understandably, don't talk about their kids' names on air. Mm -hmm. You may not be like that. Are we giving them a shout-out? Give them a shout-out. Give them a shout-out. Am I giving them a shout-out? I don't, yeah. I'm okay. not one reader. So wonderful gorgeous funny hilarious ball of energy which is freddie who is eight can be a bit naughty sometimes excellent well done freddie bit cheeky um and zara 
also wonderful and energetic and really, really funny. Yes. Um, and she is five. Five and eight. Yeah. Excellent. Well done, kids. And remember that Father Christmas has a very bad memory, so be naughty all the way up to Christmas. No, don't. No. What advice would you give to someone starting out on a career? Um, quite honestly, I think starting out on a career, it's really important to find the thing that you enjoy, yes. but also find the thing that you're good at. And I guess trying to try to combine the two, because, you know, your career spans years yes. and it's life's too short to get on a path that's not going to make you happy and if you find yourself on a path that's not going to make you happy change it it's never too late to change your career path um, when, when are you at your best are you a morning person afternoon evening um probably i would say i'm a morning person but not like getting up early not morning first person. Thing, no because yeah. i'm thinking we give our best years of our lives but also the best time of our day to our jobs as well don't we we, we do we were talking beforehand about my interest in Japanese art and culture. Have you ever come across Ikigai? No. Ikigai is a, is a concept. Um, they, they link very much with Okinawa, where they have some of the longest living healthy people in the world. And they think it's because they have found their Ikigai. So what were the two aspects you said? Something you loved? Yeah, something you enjoy and something you're good at. Right. So there, there's part of your ikigai it's four factors mm. so it's something you love something you're really good at as you said mm -hmm. something that the world needs yes and i think it's something that people will buy but that's kind of the same isn't it so i may have got that wrong listeners but have a look at your ikigai probably not even pronounced that right way but if they say i've got a, I've got a guy's legs ikigai he's an ikigai <laughs> How do you spell icky, Guy? It's I, well, our translation of it is I-K-I-G-A-I. Methinks, okay. icky guy. So find something you love, something the world needs now. Yes. I'm not going to sing. You're not going to sing. <laughs> That's something people will pay for, especially when you don't want to sell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think... This, Andrew, you came up with this question. I think this is deliberately to torment everybody. Your first record or CD. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is so embarrassing. I <laughs> I bought I Want to Wake Up With You by Boris Gardner. I'm so glad I have absolutely no idea what that song's like. I clearly was not the, uh, the most cool 11-year-old at the time. Because <laughs> I think there were other options. Like Shaking Stevens and things like that. Boris Gardner is the man. Oh, I'm going to go and listen to that later. <laughs> we might do another show where we can use the music as well and put it on the mix cloud. <laughs> yes. So, listeners, be terrified by that question as well. What was your first record or CD? Clearly, he doesn't know how old I am. We didn't have CDs. We had vinyl. Yes. They were amazing. We did, didn't we? We did. That was a great sound effect. Was it? It was your rustling paper, I like that. Yeah, it was like oh, dragging yeah, your body along the, along the corridor. <laughs> oh, the other person I love is Richard Claderman. Oh. That is a massive running joke in my family, how much I love him. That, that, that's I loved him as a teenager. That's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> According to my sister, it is. Yes, sisters. 
You better give her a <laughs> shout out now. Shame shout out. Holly, Holly and Anthea both think it's hilarious. Anthea and Holly do not mock the Claydemon. <coughs> because that would make us angry. Which would be the next question. Oh. What oh. makes you angry? People being rude, unkind, and bullish. Throwing their weight around. Makes me really angry. It's starting to make me feel a little bit angry now. Yeah. Yeah. Just if, the memory of it's enough, isn't it? Yeah. Just me experiencing it or watching other people experience it. And I was always one of those teenagers, like, as I got older, that would, like, really stand up for someone if I thought someone was being horrible to them. So HR was a really good career choice for you then, isn't it? To champion mm. the people's cause. Definitely. From yeah. the wisdom of leadership management and the people as well, and the customer and maybe even suppliers. Definitely. And it's the, it's yeah. a balance, isn't it? The balance between the employee's interests and the employer interests. And yes, it's got to be commercial. You've got to have a business where people are performing and people are behaving in the right way. And But at the same time, look after them, care about their welfare. That kind of brings us back to the icky guy, doesn't it? So the business must make money because cash flow gives us our livelihood. Um, so it's what the world needs. But we've got to find their talents mm. and we've got to really encourage those talents so that they get joy in their work. Is that too old-fashioned? No. No, I think it's, it's right. Find the strengths in the people that work for you um, and harness those in the right way. Nobody ever comes to work to do a bad job, no matter you know, what happens when they're there. I love that. Nobody ever comes to work to do a bad job. Oh. Did you pitch that from any, someone else? No, I don't think so. Then we're going to credit you with it right oh. here, right now. <laughs> Heidi said, no one ever comes to work to do a bad job. And what's that saying? People will forget how Ooh, what you did. Yes, my People Angelou. will forget what you said, but they will never, ever forget how you made them feel. And that's that's in all walks of life. It is. We never forget. We never <laughs> forgive. And we know where you live. <laughs> Can't do that on a business broadcast, can you? Do you have a favourite piece of music? Have we done that bit? No, no. that was the first one. No. Favourite piece of music? Yeah. So I, I really like music, but I'm not one of those people who knows the name of anything or the artist. I just know what... <laughs> I just know what I like. Just so, like so great going into a record store, isn't it? Have you got... I'd have to sing it. <laughs> no. I do that all the time with my eight-year-old. I'm like, what's this song called, Freddie? And I'll sing I'll sing it. He'll go, oh, it's that. Or he hasn't got a clue what I'm singing. But he, um, I, do, I do like a lot of the music that he listens to, although I'm quite shocked by the language in music these days. No. Really shocked. The F word is in so many songs i've got my five-year-old and my eight-year-old playing songs and then all of a sudden there'll be like this language in it but apparently it's okay mummy because it's only music and oh, i won't repeat it gosh it's not good if you can hear a roaring in the background there listeners that is the sound of thousands and thousands of bug boxes being readied for delivery to children all around the uk so let's put up with a little bit of noise in the background because Stu and the team are awesome and we hope to have them in the 20 questions soon <laughs> so did you give me your favorite piece of music? i didn't, didn't actually my yeah. my absolute favorite is um gabriel's i uh, guess and en enrico morricone is it yeah 
Yes, from the mission. Gabriel's oboe. Beautiful. Um, you can't yeah. listen. Ennio Morricone, yeah. Ennio. You say it probably, get closer to the microphone. You tell I think it's Ennio Morricone. Because yeah. he's just passed on, hasn't he? I just love it. So beautiful. Such a beautiful piece of music. And the oboe is always emotive. Yes, I love the oboe. Always the heartstrings. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I am looking at question number 12 here. What are the qualities you look for in a new employee? I love this. Why should we give you the job? <laughs> what are the qualities you look for in a new employee? Um, so, the qualities in a new employee for me would be absolutely open and honest and always behaves with integrity, hardworking, able to motivate themselves, proactive, all of those things, but also a really great sense of humour and a good sense of fun. Because I, as a, as a person, I'm quite, and I want my business to be somewhere that is fun and informal. But, you know, there's a serious side to it, but I want people to have fun while they're at work. It's almost like different kinds of fuels, isn't it? We do have an outcome, a financial outcome, that the business must have, but the fuel for that can be fun. Mm. You know, the, you get the, the organisations like Google who are lauded, or lauded, is that the word? L-A-U, isn't it? Lauded for being amazing places to work, or YouTube. It doesn't have to be that conflict between fun and finances. In fact, one can drive the other. Definitely. Happy people. Happy customers. Happy shiny people. Yeah. Holding hands. Yeah. Not in COVID. <laughs> uh, ooh, it's time for food. Oh, food. I love a good old Sunday roast. Mm. We used to have a Sunday roast every Sunday afternoon when I was a teenager. And I've loved it ever since. So what's the roast with the most? <gasps> Beef Yorkshire puddings. And you have to have cauliflower cheese with it as well, otherwise you it's not do. a roast. You do. We used to go regularly to Athelhampton House towards Dorchester. Oh yeah. And their Sunday roasts were... It's where I learned to use fennel seeds in their cauliflower cheese. Just oh, mm. not heard of that. Oh, it's, it, if you like the take, taste of licorice, because it's a licorice style flavour. It just lifts the whole thing. I'm going to pretend that noise in the background is actually a Saturn V rocket taking off with good news for the world as we move <laughs> towards 2021. But actually it's them still boxing up their boxy stuff. Um, steamed pun punge? Steamed punge, spudding and custard. Or a plate of melon? Melon is not pudding. It isn't. Melon is a starter for a kid on Christmas Day. It's just like... No. No, it's not a pudding. And guess what Sandy Marshall went for? I bet she went for melon. She went She's for melon really happy, with, with some Italian no. meat. Oh no, you've got to have a good hearty pudding. Yeah. Definitely. I do like melon, by the way. Yes. Yes, this is not an anti-melon broadcast. <laughs> for all the melons listening to this, we love you. But it's only good as a snack. Yes. In my view. <laughs> What's the best thing about living, working in Dorset? Um, to be honest, my family. Yeah. So I, we lived here when I was very young. Um, and I think we moved away when I was about six, I think. And, um, but it's got happy memories for all of us. So over the years, we've all come back because it's the place that always felt like home. It's the happiest memories of childhood were here. Good grief, folks. She sounds like a frog that comes back to its first pool. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a frog? I do have a frog. Why do you have a frog? 
I have a frog because Sandy Marshall. That woman one, keeps coming up. Yeah, one of the most amazing ladies that I've met. She's all right. She gave me a brilliant piece of advice because I was struggling with a bit of procrastination and organising myself. And she said, eat the frog. I was like, what do you mean, Say eat what? the frog? And she said, the frog is the thing that you least want to do or the thing that you're procrastinating on the most that um, get done it, get it done in the morning, first thing, eat your frog, and then the rest of the day will be productive and enjoyable. So I now have a frog called Dave sat on my desk. <laughs> I just have this vision of the, the most unproductive Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem with you, Dalek? Procrastinate. <laughs> it's the biggest nation on earth. Uh, and do you know where the frog story comes from? I don't, actually. Mark Twain. Oh, really? Yeah, so if it's the worst thing you have to do in the morning is eat a frog. Get that done. Boom. Oh. And then into the Canadian motivational guy, Brian Tracy, made it famous. So, yeah. Never heard of very, it Very, very good heritage. None of them had a frog called Dave. Thank you, Sandy, though, because it does really work. <sighs> hello, hello, Boris. Boris Johnson, yes, yes. You're having fun, aren't you? Uh, Boris says, if you were Prime Minister, Heidi, for the day, what would be the first thing you do? <laughs> I would hate to be Prime Minister, Wouldn't first you and just? foremost. Oh my goodness. However, I, it makes me mad as well, actually. God, lots of things make me mad, don't they? Um, child poverty. There's just too many oh, children yes. living in... Poverty. There's too many. There was four million last year. It's set to be five million this year, and the number of people going to food banks this year has just gone up by. I think I think somebody said 107 percent or something. And it's just a lot of those families have actually got a parent that's working, but they're not able to provide the basics to their children, like food and clothing, and I guess in some cases shelter as well. And for a parent, that's heartbreaking because every parent in every walk of life wants what's best for their children. Um, most do, there's a tiny, tiny minority I know that don't behave in that way, but you know, I think it's heartbreaking. So I would put a lot more money into some measures or something that's gonna to start to improve that picture. It makes me sad to think that. It reminds me of a, a really powerful proverb. When, when is the best time to plant a tree? I don't know, when is the best time to plant a 20 tree? 20 years ago. When is the second yeah. best time to plant a tree? Tell me. Today. So if we see our mm. children as the trees of the future who will bear fruit for our great nation, Great Britain, folks, then we need to be investing 20 years in advance in our children. And there is no excuse for anybody in the UK to go hungry. No. There is plenty to go around. So, mm. yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that. That makes me angry as well. I'm a great fan of the 17 development, Sustainable Development Goals of the United Nations, which are served very well by an organisation called Buy One, Give One, where every time you do something in business, you pay that forward into something in line with your business. So when I do a training workshop online or live in the good old days, you know, I would pay for somebody to, my clients would pay as part of the fee for a child to go to school for two years. It's, it's a ridiculous amount of money that can make a difference to a child around the world. So I think that business for good is good for business. And if we could start thinking like that, then 
this nation, they talk about Britain being the nation of small shopkeepers. Of course we're not, but we are a nation of small businesses. If we could all do yeah. that little thing. Do you know, 52 pence saves a child's eyesight. 52 That's pence. That's nothing, is it? Every it's single, If every single person in this nation just gave 52p, imagine what it could do. Amazing. You are tuning in to a broadcast today where we are getting revolting. <laughs> Join the revolution, comrades, and we will have a lovely, happy Dorset. <laughs> yes! What? Oh, I'm going to stir up even more trouble now. Stand out, listeners. What's your biggest frustration? <laughs> well, it won't surprise you that I've got more than one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few. So, one of my biggest frustrations throughout my career has been... I've come across so many really talented people who are have so much potential, but they just behaviourally get in their own way. So their behaviours just they can't they they can't receive feedback and they can't see the way that they're behaving is actually it's not just what you do it's how you do it and the how bit for a lot of people just gets in their way and it just frustrates me. Mm. And I'm one that can give very honest feedback. Some people then listen to that and they do something with it and they try to change it. And some people just aren't able to because they're not self-aware enough to see their own behaviours. And I just I find that really frustrating with people who have got such amazing potential. This is the second time I've met Heidi. So that's it in life. We've only ever met twice. And I'm trying to think now what convinced me within the first four minutes, understand this in the right way, that you liked me mm. and it was safe to be honest with you because if you're going to get feedback from somebody who you think doesn't like you or doesn't have your best interests at heart of course you're going to put the defences up on you yeah so what yeah. did you do what do you you probably don't know there's something Sandy's got the same gift as well Jamie Forster there's this that's my tummy can you hear that <laughs> and we've done the food bit and my tummy's still talking what did I do? Yes. I, I don't think you know. I don't. No. Really. That's a gift, isn't it? Because uh, we take the mickey out of human resources and we go human remains. <laughs> I have heard human remains said many a time. Dummy agreeing there. It's very good. Great. Quiet. Um, okay. We'll jump on to your frustrations because you said you had several. I do, yeah. Um, so I also have a daughter who's five, which we've talked about already, and she's a bit of a pain when it comes to bedtime. She just doesn't want to do what I ask her to do. <coughs> a lot. You just need, um, it's, it's available from Amazon, not Amazon.co.uk, but the Amazon. It's a slightly little thing you get from the back of a frog on a little dart, and you go, time for bed, sooty. And she goes, my name's Zara. <laughs> it's too late. <coughs> What, tranquilizer. Yeah. <laughs> and you do it in a blowpipe, it's much more fun. I tried whiskey once, it worked. No, I didn't. No. You have to edit that out. No, we're not editing that out. <laughs> Child abuse. Okay. Call this number. <laughs> so, oh, hang on, I've got yes, one more. There's more. I've got another one. Schools. There's quite a big chasm now, I think, between state schools and private schools. Mm -hmm. And I think that education is favouring the wealthy. I, I'm not knocking people that send their children to private schools, by the way, because everyone wants what's best for their child, and if they can do that, that's amazing. But they've got really small school uh, class sizes and yeah. great facilities, and 
uh, state schools are just finding it hard to give a quality education because of a lack of funding. So that's a frustration. Maybe I should be Prime Minister. Maybe I'm you should, Education Minister at least. And that's, it's interesting <laughs> as well because I'm a huge fan of Talbot Heath one of our great private schools around here mm. like when they do romans they make roman shields and they build the catapults and they yeah. unfortunately they don't actually throw one of the children in the catapult because <laughs> I think that's really going the extra mile but it's bringing history alive now my argument is if you can do that in the private sector you can do that in the in our state schools but mm. the problem is I, I meet so many teachers who go i'm not a teacher anymore i'm a social worker yeah. nothing wrong with being a social worker unless you want to be a teacher so it's yeah. just it's crazy isn't it yeah it is it's a shame actually what are we going to do education minister mm. what do you think we should do money money right. it is isn't it mm. smaller class size loads of money plant the trees for the future yes definitely amen, amen. and dog owners that don't pick up their poo oh, i knew there was more <laughs> Honestly, on the school run, you're walking down the hill and all you can hear is parents going, poo, <laughs> don't step in the poo, constant. It's, it's a new team building game for the whole family. <laughs> don't, whose poo is this? I think that's a whippet. <laughs> 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 well, look, there's oh. a Dobermans. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd better get off this dodgy subject and get on to something wholesome again. We're going to take you in the time machine now. Where do you see yourself in 10 years' time? In 10 years' time. Happy, <laughs> thriving business, thriving family, and a good balance between those two. I had one of those mountaintop moments because they talk about getting balance in life and the balance of power. And this little phrase came to me it said, Balance is power. And I went, Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Happy home life, happy work life. Yeah. Ikigai. Balance is power. Or, in the Hollywood style, balance is power. This time it's personal. <laughs> Nearly there. Da, 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 da. What would you like to be remembered for? Uh, being a great mum, a loyal friend, and showing kindness and compassion to everybody. Being a great that's mom, what people deserve. Loyal friend. Yeah. Showing kindness and compassion. Who are you, pet? And how do we find you? Give me details. Oh. <laughs> that was a little pause there. So, We're not editing this. I am Heidi Skiro from Absolute Works Dorset, um, providing HR and employment law solutions to SMEs. And you will find me on absoluteworks.com or at Heidi at absoluteworks.co.uk or on 07730732124. Excellent. Heidi's not on Tinder. This was Dorset Biz News, number one business website in Dorset, <laughs> UK. 20,000 plus unique users. Top three stories updated every day, Monday to Friday. Feel good, positive and upbeat. <laughs> if you like the show, my name's Lex. If you didn't, my name's Jeff. <laughs> Hey, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, I forgot a question. Which is the holiday question. Where's your favourite holiday destination? Oh, I absolutely love Israel. Lived in Israel for a couple of years in my early 20s. And the people are amazing. They're loud, but they're amazing. 
and um, it's just like there's so much history there. I went to um, Jerusalem, the old city. Have you ever been there? No. No. Oh, it's absolutely stunning. And I was in the old city near the, I think, the Wailing Wall. I don't know what the proper name is for it, but I was there on a Friday. And as the, uh, just before sunset, all the Jewish Orthodox people started to rush home for Shabbat or Sabbath. And um, it just, it got really, really, really quiet. And then the sun set and there was this beautiful light all over the um, the walls and the, the stonework and it was just the most amazing feeling and I would challenge anyone actually even people that don't believe in God I would challenge anyone to go there and not feel something not so touched. presence of yeah. God or you know whatever floats your boat spiritually but it it was really special and it's an amazing place hmm. Well, now that's the way to end the show. Thank you, Heidi, so much. Welcome.